Welcome back to Retail Therapy on the Sunday Scaries podcast feed. Kinda, kinda. Didn't think this through before we introduced ourselves today. My <laughs> name's Will DeFreeze. With me today, as always, Barrett Dudley. Barrett, how's it going? That's going great, man. You know, just happy happy to be here on a short week. Headed into another lovely and um, an obnoxiously warm weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you know, I really want it to be fall. I don't know if you know know that about about it's me. Fall. It's fall. We're about the people listening to this podcast, but we 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 like fall. Yeah, Barrett, you might be coming over to my place uh, two nights from now, yeah. and you might be like, "Will, why is it fifty eight degrees in here, <laughs> and why are you wearing all oatmeal, and why do you have cashmere sweaters everywhere right now?" So I should plan on like on like busting out like a like a cool lightweight jacket, maybe. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, Just... there might be a new candle from Vellbox burning at my crib. You might see I, there might be a rom com on the television screen. Ooh, More on that later. Okay, okay. But like, if you if you see that I'm in full fall mode in the doors of my place. Deal with it. Do you consider You've Got Mail a fall movie or a Christmas movie? It's a fall movie. Fall movie. It's a, absolutely a fall movie. Like when when is it appropriate to first put on You've Got Mail? October? October to Any 1? hangover ever? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter the time of today or the year. Uh, no, like actually appropriate, I would say September 1st. No, I think, it's, too, it's too early. No, no, no. No, it's yeah. not. Not in the northern states, my friend. Not in the northern states. Yeah, that's, you, you have to, I think we have to, I think we have to, you know, we have to speak to... To the bottom of the class. No, right? no, that's that's no, no, no. We, we got to make sure no. everybody is star along, students is along only. For their star rest. students only. <laughs> no, what you have to know is that in the beginning of the the film, they talk about how New York in the fall reminds them of going back to school, pencil shavings, things like mm-hmm. that, and it's mm-hmm. it's just this beautiful entrance into fall. If anything, I think it's perfect. I think it's the perfect uh, transition into the fall season. Random question: Where do you stand on pumpkin spice? <laughs> It depends. Yeah. It depends. Like I think when it's overdone, uh, it's it's a little too much. But I do like a hint of pumpkin every once in a while. Sally just made some pumpkin spiced creamer for our coffee. Yeah, she made it. She made it. I mean, she bought like you know pumpkin and then like, okay. made the creamer out of the, okay. the pumpkin right. and stuff like that. She didn't make her own pumpkin. She didn't grow the pumpkin. <laughs> she didn't grow the pumpkin. She didn't go. She didn't grow it. Nor did she forage for it. But like okay. something right. like that, I'll do a little bit. But like we we bought a sleeve of. Nespresso pods last year that uh-huh. were all pumpkin. Yeah. By the end of that sleeve, I was like, I don't, I don't need it's this anymore. Right, it right, tastes like robot right. pumpkin and not real pumpkin. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. There's no levels to the flavor. It's a little just pumpkin. too, a little too alum, aluminum yes, tasting. Exactly. Right? I exactly. Feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got. But you. I like I pumpkins. You. I like pumpkin flavored things. Are you are you pro or anti pumpkin? Are you kind of lukewarm? I'm like okay. Me? No, I'm okay with the pumpkin flavor. I, I I mostly like it. Like you're saying, like when it gets too, I like. I mean, I've kind of feel this way about most flavors, but I want it to taste natural. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want it to, to taste like sicky sweet, like manufactured, artificial pumpkin. Yeah, I mentioned this on my on my Instagram the other day, but like I've been going. Uh, anytime I get a flavor to anything recently, I'm just asking for half sweet. Yeah, and I, I first w- discovered this term on the online menu at Foxtrot, which if you're not familiar with Foxtrot, I'm pretty sure it's it, there's a bunch of them. They're in multiple cities. I think. Yeah, there's one here. Yeah, right. No, there's there's multiple here. Oh, there are. Yeah, that's there what I was about to say. I can't. I don't exactly know where they started. Whether it was Dallas or out of the state, but they just plopped down in Austin and were like, "We're opening four Foxtrots," and um and they're quite nice. I, I like them a lot. But uh, but yeah, they have a half sweet option when you're when you're ordering a drink, and it's it's perfect because that's it's typically why I don't order any type of latte or like vanilla or lavender or honey thing like that. 
because it's I don't want it to be overly sweet, but the half sweet's a real nice option. I just did something that's never been done before in the retail therapy podcast. I up I updated my in out list for fall in, in real time. Wow. And okay. I think you can guess what I just updated it with, because <laughs> that is absolutely a thing that's happening rampantly from my experiences waiting at coffee shops lately. Is is half sweet? Everyone's doing yeah. half sweet. Okay. All right. I guess I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not trailblazing. I'm just No, you might have blazed the trail. You could could have been you. I feel like at least I'm like a little early on it. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. But I think mainly I just hear Sally do it all the time. Okay. And we have one coffee shop we go to and they, they I don't want to say they over-sweeten, but they've got a heavy hand on the sweet stuff. And so we always like to get a little modified. You can call Starbucks out by name. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went to Starbucks for the first time in a very long time the other day. Not I don't, I don't go to Starbucks on my own accord. I, I have to get taken there by somebody or kind of be duped into it. And Sally said, let's go get some coffee. And I said, well, what? Wait, where are we turning to go to? And suddenly we pulled into a Starbucks and I was just like, oh. We are going to talk a little bit about coffee oh, yeah. more in depth later. Oh, yeah. But I will just say here and now in the first five minutes of the podcast that I really like Starbucks cold brew. I'm a big cold brew guy. And they, they actually have one of my favorites. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I, 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 I like the idea and taste of cold brew, but... Uh, once I get to the bottom of that cold brew and my hand is shaking and my eyes are seen like <laughs> through the wall, I, I just have to take my foot off the gas a little bit. It's a lot for me. Okay. Let's get into today's episode. First and foremost, go follow us on Instagram at retail.pod. Head over to youtube.com slash Sunday Scaries Podcast. Go subscribe over there. Both of these links are in the description of this episode, so it makes it easy for you to go figure out. You can also get our listener companions uh, on the Substack, which is linked as well. Uh, but first and foremost, let's talk out a change that we're making. I would say it's a minor change, but it's not. It's a very large change. Uh, Barrett and I, since January of last year, have been doing this podcast bi-weekly. And then on the other weeks, I've been continuing to do the Sunday Scaries podcast. Well, if you've listened to the last episode on the feed before this one, you've noticed that I might be taking a brief pause for a bit. Uh, this is for numerous reasons. Uh, the first reason is that uh, I'm having a second child in at the end of this month or early next month. Not sure which yet. We'll find out and it'll be fun. Um, but I needed to have a little bit of time and it was a lot easier logistically to just kind of take a break. Uh, the second reason is that I think it's time for retail therapy to kind of spread its wings a little bit. It's been doing very well. The listenership for retail therapy has actually surpassed the listenership for Sunday Scaries. And so I think if there is a time to go do this, I think the time is now. I think it's a very good time to do it. Uh, and additionally, just because uh, I'm not doing Sunday Scaries, this gives me a lot more free time to do other things that might have to do with washed media, with retail therapy, uh, with Sunday Scaries, the brand in general, with whatever it may be. Uh, newsletter. Uh, but I also think that with this newfound free time and uh, and the the lack of pressure to do so, I do have a feeling that I will be writing segments for Scaries and just releasing episodes that might be a little bit more bite-sized every once in a while for everybody at home. Uh, I'm going to miss doing it. And I, I think there'll be a, a time when I end up just putting out random episodes. So you can look forward to that. But Barrett, I'm very excited to go weekly with you. I think it's, I think it's a little overdue, if I'm we've, being honest. We, we've got a lot of momentum. That's, that's what the people are saying. And uh, I am also very excited to be, to be, to be dropping these once a week. Um, you know, this allows us to be a little bit more timely on some things. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of accidentally be like eight days late on yeah, something. Yeah, you know. But, you know, and, uh, and this, this will kind of, this will alleviate a little bit of that. And then we'll just be able to talk. I mean, there are, there, there are so many TikTok aesthetics out there Yeah, and there's only so much time to cover them. And, yeah. and, and every other week just wasn't cutting it. You can't keep up with Gen Z <laughs> when you are uh, only doing it bi-weekly. And so it was just a necessary change, but, uh, yeah, 
Don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to take real nice care of you on the retail therapy front, and it's going to be a good time. So now that that's out of the way, let's talk about our friends over at Squarespace. Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just trying to start out or you're managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your own terms. When I first started Sunday Scaries, I didn't know where to build a website, so I went to Squarespace at the uh, recommendation of somebody, and I saw several things that I absolutely loved. One, I saw the ability to, to blog from it. And it made it very easy to write, very easy to format everything, to link to other blog posts. They just had so many tools that allowed you to build out a blog or like a full-blown, just written editorial website. It made it so easy. Uh, Another thing that they did that was super easy was that they allowed you to collect emails so that if you had updates to send to the followers, you could easily do that. Um, they also have a store function. You want to sell a product? You can go sell a product. You can do reservations on there. You can do email blasts. There are so many different use cases for Squarespace that if you're trying to start your brand or grow a brand, you'd be a fool not to at least consider it. I think you should absolutely do this and just make it happen. I've been happy for 10 years on Squarespace and I don't plan on moving Sunday Scaries from it anytime soon. So right now, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash sundayscaries to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash sundayscaries to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. It's time, Barrett. I, what is it time for? It's time. <laughs> it's just simply time. It's, just... Um, it's been a long summer. We're through the dog days. We're kind of on, we're kind of weaning off summer right now. It might still feel like we're not, yeah, but mentally, yeah. the vibes are shifting. The vibes are shifting, and I would say that that um, you know that 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 is that's notable in the forecast for next week. Next week, on the twelfth, right now, according to the weather apps, mm-hmm. which I check religiously, uh, that is when we we the highs are no longer in the hundreds, no longer in the triple digits, and as far and and as far out as it goes, no more triple digits after the twelfth. So I'm, you know, I'm planting a flag next Tuesday. Next week might be a big one for us. Um, and it, it's going to be really nice to get that little cold snap uh, and bring us back down into the, into the 96s, 97s, you know? Be careful, be nice. Barrett. Just please, I beg of you to be careful, to be wary of big weather, not believe <laughs> all the apps that tell you what it's going to be. There's people, I'm getting screenshots from people showing me the lows in the, in the 90s. And I'm like, <sighs> You're just you're just doing free marketing for your weather app right now. I don't want to hear it. It's the good. lows in the nineties or the or the, or the highs. The highs in the lows. I'm 90s. sorry. Yeah. 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 No, no. I mean it's you just, can't trust big weather. That, I mean, I, I I hear you. I hear you. But uh, but a boy can dream. <sighs> a boy can also drink. <laughs> Barrett, it's time to talk about the drink of the summer. We've been talking about this in and out for a while now. Not the in and out list, just you know, sparingly, yeah. sparingly talking about it. And I think we, I think we have enough under our belt at this point that it's time to make a call. I think we need to make uh, a call. F- I think we need to make three total calls here, Barrett. I think each of us needs to call out our personal drink of the summer, and then I think we need to anoint what might be the retail therapy drink of the summer. Do you remember what our shortlist said for our drink of the summer originally? I do. It was uh, the white Negroni, the Hugo Spritz, and the Americano. Okay. 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 I, it, does your drink of the summer fall into these but these three? I, I mean, I I could see a dark horse coming out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm okay with that and, and and landing on top. But um, but yeah, my personal drink of the summer 
does come from that that original trifecta. Mine does too. Yeah. Mine does too. Uh, I'll lead off. Okay. I'm going to lead off. Mine, mine was an unexpected one. I honestly expected to go with a different one from our shortlist, but just from from how many I had alone and from how many for how many I craved, for how many I made just while I was bored around the house and decided, you know what? I'm gonna have one of these on the porch real quick. It's the Americana. I don't I don't know where it came from. I've always really enjoyed uh kind of a bitter cocktail. And then I had the absolute pleasure of receiving a box in the mail from Lo-Fi aperitifs and they sent me a bottle of sweet vermouth and it changed everything about the way that I make cocktails. I started uh, mixing equal parts their sweet vermouth, the lo-fi with uh, some, uh, why am I blanking right now? I'm just completely blanking. Um, uh, not Aperol. God bless it. Campari? Campari. And I've been, I've been blending those together, topping it off with a little bit of central market sparkling water, which I find to be just an absolute delight. Okay. Uh, and a little slice of orange and it's become so refreshing for me. And it's such, it's a low ABV cocktail. I just, I was just mowing them down this summer. I, I, I never once regretted making one. And every time I got done with them, I thought, man, I would love another one right now, but I just don't think I need it. It's my drink of the summer for me. Okay. What do you got? Mine is the same as it was from the very beginning of the summer. Love it. All throughout. And, and, and all the way until this past weekend where, where I was making up rounds of them again for my parents. Uh, and it's the white Negroni. Um, and honestly, it's, it's, it's the first time in a, in a while where I think a, a, a kind of a specialty cocktail like that just kind of like took over for me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, a couple, a, a few years ago, ago at the beginning of the, of the pandemic, um, Phil Battaglia, former co-host of, of club cool. He put me on to a, to a gin drink, um, called a Martinez. And that yes. was, that, that was the last time that I was really just like whipping them up. You know, I thought like, you were doing a bit and you were going to say a gin drink called a martini. <laughs> and I was like, wow, no. he really opened up your, your world. <laughs> uh, so th- th- that was, that was the last time. And that was, that was three years ago. But I, but, um, you know, the, the experience at the Bowery in New York, I think really like it mm-hmm. put it so far ahead of everything else mm-hmm. that there was it was really hard for anything else to to catch up to it. Um, it. And then as I made them throughout the summer, uh, everybody that I made them for was like, "This is amazing." Um, I popped into multiple locations in Austin where I requested a white Negroni, and one was made for me to varying degrees of success, uh, but mostly but mostly to 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 a to a good degree. Uh, and then it's just, it's, it's a drink that I can, that I can see kind of keeping in the holster as, as we move into the transitional weather as well. You know, Mm -hmm. it's got, it's got enough punch to where it's not just a summer drink. It's a, it's got enough heft to it. Um, and so that, that was definitely my own personal drink of the summer is, is the white Negroni. Gin, Suze, and Lilit Blanc. And Lilit Blanc. That's the, that's the OG recipe. But I'll say whenever I had them made elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like out, nobody ever had the Sus. Never. Um, and so there, there are many other things that you can replace with the Sus. Uh, whether I think, and you can also replace the Lilla Blanc. So I know Cookie Americano. Hopefully, I didn't botch that one. Hopefully, I, but I probably did the name there. 
but but there's a bunch of other stuff that you can kind of swap in for those those OG ingredients. And- I've seen, yeah, Koki Americano, which again, we don't know if we're saying that correctly, and Lixardo <laughs> Bitter Bianco is another one that says it's a good replacement yeah. for it. So, so if you can't find it, that is the hard part about, especially in making yeah. it at home and stuff. Yeah, and um, and I'll, I'll just add that the that the Sue's, if you buy the Sue's and make them at home, it's going to make a very kind of neon yellow cocktail. Yes. Which is honestly probably my least favorite part of the drink. Kind of looks like Mountain Dew. It kind of looks like Mountain Dew a little bit. I get it. And it's not, it's not as, it's not as organic and as kind of like refreshing looking as like some other, you know, drinks that we think of as, as summer cocktails. So I kind of want to, you know, the, the Sue's last the longest because it's the, it's the smallest, uh, you know, in in the recipe that that's what you're putting in the least of. Um, so it, it's going to be a while till I, till I finish off the bottle of Sue's, but when I do, I'm, I might try to swap it out and, and get a drink that's a little bit less, um, you know, hyper neon yellow looking. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Barrett, I have to admit, I can't even make a case against the white Negroni not being retail therapies drink of the summer. I, okay. Like I can't, I can't, I can't try to ride for the Americano because I only made them at my house. If I was out, I was trying to get a white Negroni wherever I went. Well, okay. So I'll make the case against my, against my own drink. Okay. And I, I think I, I think I know at least one of the things you're going to say. I'm not exactly going to crown the Americano specifically, but but it, it but it can stand in as the drink of the summer because I think what the drink of the summer was was like was was essentially vermouth cocktails or low ABV cocktails. Yeah, that's yeah. what I saw. That's fair. Proliferate on menus for the first time in a long time. I think that's fair to a degree that I hadn't seen before. Um, and, and, and so that, that's kind of what I would actually call the drink of the summer is, is just your, your, your low ABV vermouth and Amaro cocktails. And that's, that's probably a little too broad to be, to be fun. You know, it's more fun to be specific and and kind of plant your flag. But like, if I'm, if I'm being, if I'm really trying to decide what, what the, what the, what the macro trend was, that, that's, that's where I think I would go. And so I, I might actually call something like the Americano. The drink of the summer. Have you seen uh, the the rise of the spaghetti? Yes, there's a there's a new spot on the east side called Holiday on Seventh that is is doing spaghetti real big. Uh, and, uh, and you get a Miller High Life, yeah, and you get a, uh, uh, an ounce of Campari, and you mix those two together, and you got yourself a spaghetti. And I have to admit that I feel like this could have had a real good run at it if it was just on the radar a little earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's got two things I love. It's got two <laughs> things I love, and I it's I think I, I think it's going to have to get uh, maybe tried out when uh, the the temperatures hit the nineties. <laughs> yeah, no. I, no before we, the brown liquor gets busted out yes, for yes. before the next fall, I, then I will make sure to prioritize doing a spaghetti because the, I think this does make sense for for our general interest in life. The next time I see one on a menu, I'm going to get one. Here here's where I, I think uh, some others might be thrown by the spaghetti. I had no idea that spaghetti was anything other than a joke from Tim and Eric. Awesome show, great job! I I couldn't even tell you that it was a joke from that. Like yeah, I would have just told you it was some like historic drink that everyone in Italy drank when Miller High Life finally reached over there. I feel like I feel like producer Randy know, knows what I'm talking about with spaghetti, Tim and Eric, right? D- d- this is. It, come on, Randy. This I, is. I, I don't know. I I didn't watch the show, but I know oh, like spaghetti is just a meme. I know, like, get your hands off my spaghetti. Like, I think it was from like a Mario like TV show or something like that. Okay. All okay. right. Well, quick aside, this goes for both of you. You you, you can't run around just quoting. Uh, I think you should leave all day long 
and not and have never seen Tim and Eric Awesome show. I've, I've seen some because it's basically yeah. it's basically the precursor to to what to what Tim Robinson. Is I'm doing. not okay. an overquoter of it. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Randy might very similar very similar brand of humor. I would say I can't it's keep very, I can't very, keep very up absurdist. with the amount of references that happen in this office. For I think you should leave. I simply can't keep up. I saw I saw a car drive by last week. It, it crossed in front of me. Uh, with the with the crooner, the driving crooner, with the driving crooner yeah. stick, uh, like it's yeah, pretty good a- appliques on the window. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Was it exciting for you to see? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I I did try to pull him over and and tell him I was going to kill him, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> try to steal his decals. <laughs> but um, but no, it was no, it was funny. Just it be careful funny. out there. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, Are, is it acceptable for us, Barrett, to simply go with low ABV cocktails? Is this too? Too vague. Is it too vague? I don't know if it is. Yeah. I, I I think I might be okay with this. Uh, because we both went specific on our own personal choice, I think it's okay to be broad. I think okay. it's okay to, to, to have all three of these together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay landing there. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. It's it's a little more inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Let's what's, get it. What's, what's funny is that it kind of lumps together things like the Hugo spritz as well, right? Exactly. Because isn't that- the Hu- I, Dude, I think the Hugo's primed, primed for a run in 2024. Yeah. I, I think that the Hugo kind of it made some noise in the tournament this year, but it, it just it couldn't did. get there. They needed think, some they needed some experience under this, their belt. And this happens. People people rush to kind of like champion something that's mm-hmm. that that that's really uh really buzzing, mm-hmm. but then it's just it it can't quite catch on. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm with you. I expect to see a lot more spritz, including those of the Hugo variety yeah. on, on menus moving forward. Yeah, the Hugo spritz camp is it's a good place to be. It's a good place to be. That's all I'll say. Uh, but now that we're kind of shifting out of the, the summer season, it's time to shift into the coziness of the fall season. And I think there's no better way to do that than to have a, a conversation about coffee, Barrett. Uh, there's been a lot of talk lately on this podcast about some coffee stuff, uh, whether it's been things on our wish list, like a new coffee machine, or whether it's been an imminent cup, like a new coffee machine. Uh, we've talked a lot about coffee lately, and I think that coffee falls squarely into the retail therapy um, kind of world because coffee is one I, I think anything when i think of retail therapy i think of stuff that uh, you can kind of get into you can kind of nuzzle your way into these interests and then suddenly you're, you're just poor because <laughs> it's like wow how did yeah, i how did yeah. i find this interest or this brand or whatever and how did i get so into it that now i just spend all my money there and coffee can get to that level if you let it um luckily for me i have done a decent job of not allowing it to get there but there's definitely a world where I I start overspending on stuff and I'm doing single origin stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I, like if I get involved with the right people, like I, I could become a single origin guy in like a week. Yeah. Yes. Um. But I think I, you really like unless you're doing pour over, unless you're doing things like uh, blooming your coffee. Mm-hmm. I really think we're. I I don't think that single origin is necessary. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. I yeah, agree. Like it, unless you're actively doing something that's going to bring out like all the florals and the fruits and the tasting notes and and kind of almost like treating it like a wine, the single origin, I think it gets kind of lost on you. I want to take you down the street, Barrett, to a little place uh, that we've been going to lately called Proud Mary in Proud Mary's in Austin. And they have a $50 cup of, uh, I think, single origin they, coffee. They do. They do. And I think we need to do, I think we need to do content around it. You have more of a palate than I do right now. Okay. And so I think we need to have you just review a $50 cup of coffee. I, I, I would like to, and I'm, I'm actually, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of kismet that you brought up Proud Mary because I was shopping at Central Market mm-hmm. as we do y- yesterday and I needed a new bag of beans 
And uh, as it happens, Proud Mary is now, you know, they're, they're carrying the beans in Central Market. And I believe Proud Mary, it's, it's, it's like born in Melbourne, but I think it like it has its, has its home in Portland. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like a hybrid, like between Australian and, and American. Um, and I thought it was cool. The bag looks nice. The art is good. Yeah. And, uh, and you see over here that we're at $17, yeah. which is, which is high end, mm -hmm. but not crazy, crazy. Yeah. It's not anything, anything above 17. You're, I'm like, okay, like what's, uh, how much am I going to understand the difference here? So then I picked up this bag, Will, cause I said, yeah, I'll do this. Where, whereupon I found out that this is an eight ounce bag of coffee. <laughs> so, okay. And I quickly threw it back on the shelf uh, and and moved on to some other to some other brands that I like. But so, so you're telling me so how much would that bag of coffee actually cost? Like, uh, like uh, for for twelve ounces, which is what most of the bags are, it's like one and a half times that. So like twenty five dollars. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's simply not happening. It's right. That's right. too much for me. It's yes. I yes. like I like I like to be in the I like to be in that world. So, I kind of think this applies to like wine list too, where like I like to be in the two dollar sign range, like not the three or four dollar sign range when it comes yeah. to this stuff. Yeah. So Proud Mary is definitely um proud of their coffee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they've got a I think they've got a good um, you know, they've got some good ground to stand on. I've been impressed with their coffee drinks every time I go there, but for at-home coffee, like I kind of just need some diesel fuel. That just get I, I need quantity over quality right now. Eric, what what machine did you recently buy? Yeah, so this this was uh, a few episodes ago. This was an imminent cop uh, towards the wish list wish list section of the pod, and and I had splurged, kind of half splurged, because I, I had a little bit of uh, had a little bit of credit uh, going, you know, towards the the site that I bought it from. But I bought a Mocha Master by Technoform. And uh, this is a this this is very much thought of as kind of one of the best overall kind of like drip brewers out there. You know, it's 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 not crazy fancy. I, the the uh, the design has basically not changed since these launched in 1974 or whatever. Uh, they're all they're all handmade in I think the Netherlands. Uh, hopefully, I'm not botching all of those facts. I kind of hope you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I mostly got all of them right. She's a beaut. It makes a great cup of coffee because it basically it boils it down to the, just the the the. It's very very simple, mm -hmm. um, but it's also like it allows you to do some of the things that I was kind of talking about with a pour over if you want to. So like, it's not made in America. It doesn't have all these you know kind of like janky safety features. Mm -hmm. So the 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 lid on top of the spout comes off. You can pause while you're brewing if you want to like kind of stir your grounds a little bit or let the coffee bloom. Um, and then I, I just love how like the reservoir is very, very easy to clean. Uh, it's not, you know, my old Cuisinart, I'm always just like, I'm always terrified of what's Dude. happening in all those places that you can't see and can't get to. More on that when I start talking. Um, and it's, it's, so I've been using it for about three weeks now and it's making really, really nice cups of coffee. Uh, and look, this is retail therapy. We we like how things look here. And I look forward to getting up and making my coffee every morning in this thing because it looks awesome. There's mm -hmm. no other way to put it, but this thing is like an absolute beaut sitting on the counter. I'm really jealous. Like it kind of like, it, like it, I kind of feel like I'm walking out to a sports car in the yeah. morning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Comes in all these beautiful, like kind of like, you know, Dude. crazy like sports car colors too. 
Um, there are very few purchases we make in life that bring you joy every single day when you get to yeah. reuse it and reuse it and reuse it. And like, I think that I could have had that with this, but instead we <laughs> didn't do that. Instead, instead we bought the Cuisinart Perfect Temp 14 cup programmable coffee maker that just has none of the utility. I mean, it, it has the utility of what this thing does, but it's, I just, we're, we're just in uh, kind of like whatever mode, just get, get that coffee made and, and let us pour it up. I have to say that we switched over from what was your coffee machine before? Say, say that all again. Cuisinart programmable fourteen. Cup. Cuisinart perfect temp fourteen cup programmable coffee maker. Okay. All right. Um, we switched over from an espresso machine. Uh, we did. We did enjoy our Nespresso. The issue with our Nespresso was that it it broke, and we didn't want to replace it with a new one because that just felt stupid. So we decided to go with a. Just Is this, this what you got? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a brick that sits on our counter. Oh. Well, um. Uh, okay. Well, I got uh, this is what I this is what I had. See, okay, there we go. This is literally what I had. This this yeah. is in in the heating element finally broke after like 7 years. It lasted a good while. Do you and know I'm how it just, broke? Like can I try to break art? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do I do like this, but my my issues with it are that um I feel like the cleaning process is very long for me. Okay. You 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 mentioned you told me when you first told me about this thing and you were having to clean like a bunch of things every single day. Do I need to be cleaning everything? No. Am I too much of a am I too much of a clean freak? I think so. I'm cleaning I'm cleaning four pieces plus the pot and the top every single day. Four pieces? Hand cleaning it. What are you what are you cleaning every There's day? There's like this like thing in it. There's like a brick of like four different things that we have to do out of the filter. If you if you if if you're not watching us on YouTube, what what we're looking at here is like the a very, very traditional, yeah. just like programmable sits on the countertop coffee maker. Okay, so when I was using this thing, okay, ours is actually. I'm sorry. This is this is a similar model to ours, but it's a little different. Um, ours actually has a button that opens up to the side, and so the top part of ours that has like the the display and the buttons on it that opens up. Is the, did that open up for you no, as well? No. See that opens up, and that's where our pieces are. And so we, I was told by Sally, and I didn't question it because I don't question her to clean uh, every time I use it. And so I clean all four pieces well, every time. Because didn't you tell me that this thing? I, I I thought you had one that's like grinding the beans for you. It is. Okay. Is this yeah. different? Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. Different. Yeah. Okay. So you do have a fancier version of this where you're. I like, think we've got like where the... you're putting the beans in and you're grinding the beans and like then yeah. it's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. No. 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 You, and you... it's fine. It grind. It does grind the beans, which is nice. I have. I haven't had a coffee machine that grinds the beans in forever. Um, I think that it's 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 an upgrade in terms of just doing like the a cheap coffee maker, which I'm not opposed to having. Um, I actually think that cheap coffee is great most of the time, but like, there's just, it's not like the, f I, I want to look forward to making coffee. And instead I, I don't feel that with this coffee machine, if anything, I dread having to clean it in the morning because I didn't do it the night before. And then I have to clean it all out and redo it. Yeah, and so it's just, yeah. it's just not the process that I want, yeah. but unless I'm switching over to what you have right yeah. now, like there's not really a better option for me to, to implore me to do so. Yeah, I mean, with the the that's that is one of the downsides of the of the Mocha Master. Even is that like the carafe, the carafe, the glass carafe, it's is not machine washable. So uh, you know, I'm rinse, I'm rinsing it every single morning. Mm -hmm. uh, but but then I, I let the other stuff just kind of air dry, I and I, I clean it every you know once a week or something like that, and and hopefully that's enough. But God. but yeah, if you have a lot of like that, that's one of the things that I didn't love about about the Cuisinart is that some of some of this stuff like the water reservoir for example you just you can't even get into it like there's no way to clean it yeah so yeah you, you got to like descale it and go through the whole like filtering vinegar and water that's what I really hate doing, and that's man. all yeah so it's um 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can really like es escape some of the cleaning stuff with coffee makers, but the, no. but the more pieces involved, making it harder to do that definitely like limits the enjoyment. But um, yeah, it's uh, the, the 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 Mocha Master. I, look, I I did a lot of research before I made the purchase, and I was literally I like I feel like I was deciding between the Mocha Master, which is very expensive. Or like the $30 Mr. Coffee, yeah. which many, many people say is like yeah. still kind of a great way to make co make coffee in the morning. I think that's what my parents um, have. And like, I, I'm totally fine doing that. I love it. The nice thing about this, about the Cuisinart stuff, and again, another con as compared to the Mocha Master, I, I'm making the coffee every morning. I can't, it's, it's, you can kind of like hack it to set it and forget it by getting a little smart plug. Um, and then you, you know, you'd set it up at night and then like let the plug flip on in mm -hmm. the morning. Uh, but, but there's no, you know, it's very analog in that way. There's like, you're not, you can't punch it and dial it up for, to start wow. brewing at seven fifteen. So, so it's kind of like the vinyl of a little bit. Yeah, like you might, you might say world. that you might say that. Yeah, yeah. that's tight. That's yeah. tight. <laughs> Speaking of hobbies, thank, you for, thank you for turning that con into a pro. Yeah. Uh, well, that exactly. was, that was expertly done. Do you have any, when it comes to like the rest of your coffee, like routine, do you have like go-to beans that you try to get? Do you have like a preference between like a dark or a light roast? Do you have a go-to mug? I, I've got a, I've got a bunch of different mugs. I don't really have a go-to one. I, I would like to upgrade. I know you guys have some really cool ceramics at home. <laughs> we do, we do have a lot of cool ceramic mugs. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, my go-to mug is not one of them. Yeah. My go-to mug I got for free when I leased my car and there's something about the Audi <laughs> mug that I have that I just fell in love with. It's like this nice, like cement kind of lower part. Okay. The top part is this nice black glaze. Wow. And if it didn't have the Audi logo on it, like I would order 10 more. <laughs> but unfortunately, it uh it's branded with a car company, which is not exactly and like I can't even feel cool. If if they had an F1 team, I could put the mug down like during a race and be like, Yeah, I'm yeah, team Audi. Yeah. But like I don't even have that. I have to watch Le Mans, <laughs> which is fine, but I don't have 24 hours. Um as I said before, I, I love things that are that are dishwasher safe. I was throwing some steak knives on the old registry last mm -hmm. night. Yeah. And filtered on crate and barrel by machine like dishwasher safe mm -hmm. like i'm trying to 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 not hand wash as many things as possible so i generally prefer mugs that i can also just toss in the dishwasher which you know again it's one of the reasons why i haven't i'm pretty reckless when it comes to throwing mugs yeah. in the dishwasher so right? I, well, I haven't jazzed up the collection with with dope with dope ceramics um i like i generally when i'm when i'm when i'm shopping for beans i'm looking for things that say things like baker's chocolate toffee okay. al almond okay like i like a little i like i like nutty like maybe a little chocolatey that type of thing i generally stay away from things that sound too fruity or too floral okay um but i but really like with the beans i'm just kind of bouncing around uh there, there's 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 only one spot where i've ordered beans from and that's partners out of brooklyn um and i really like what they do but that's mostly just because i really really liked their coffee shops uh but man we we're we're also like Austin, it's a top tier place for for bean roasters. You know, between like Merritt out of San Antonio and Cuve and Flat Track, and it's it's overwhelming. Yeah, there's 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 really like there's like I could sit here and name ten or twelve that are doing great stuff. It's so. overwhelming. Yeah, I, I don't have a I don't have a good pulse on the the coffee bean industry right now. Um, I did take a class in college called Coffee and Globalization. I thought it was going to be a total mail in class. <laughs> 
Turns out it wasn't. It was just about how coffee fuels the world. And it was like jarring. It gave me anxiety. That actually, yeah, I can see that actually becoming a very difficult class. We were all yeah. like, dude, let's take this class on coffee. It'll be really easy. And then we all sat there looking at each other like, oh no, what have we gotten ourselves into? It's not a great scene. Um, before we get on to our next subject, let's talk very quickly about our friends over at Nutrafol. Get ahead of thinning hair with Nutrafol's whole body approach to hair growth. No drugs, no compromises. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth nutraceuticals go beyond genetics to multi-target the root cases or causes, I'm sorry, of thinning, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. Physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients, Nutrafol's drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health, which is very big for a lot of people out there. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. And guess what? Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You too can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show. By going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code SCARIES to save $10 off your first month subscription. This offer is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. So get $10 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SCARIES. Uh, I, I gasped on the timeline earlier this week, Barrett. Uh, I was going through just minding my own business, just trying to like, you know, hunker down for the long weekend, enjoy myself at home. And suddenly I just see an absolute group of hitters hanging out. We got Florence Pugh, Andrew Garfield, Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy. I don't know how to say Lucy's last name. Uh, which Dacus. I, Dacus. Lucy Dacus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just hanging or out. Dacus. In Might be Dacus. Either way. Just hanging out in London together. Just vibing out in a pub. Just having some pints. I see a bottled water there. Like, I, but I... It, this alone, this is not like my dream crew to hang out with, but I, w- I do think they'd be a fun crew to stumble upon at a pub somewhere. But then I started thinking about like, okay, like what's up with like, I get, I always get a little surprised. I get a little like almost jealous. There's something fun about seeing random celebrities who aren't really typically together convening in a every man's world. Yeah. Yeah. This is, th- this, th- I think this type of photo well, one, it, this taps into something that everybody likes and that Us Weekly kind of like built their business off, right? And that's the three pages every week of celebs, they're just like us, mm-hmm. right? So that's like, it, that, it taps into something when you see very famous and mostly very wealthy people doing every man stuff like hanging out in a Just pub. sitting at a bar. The um, most easy and then thing it's you can like, do. yeah. And then if you're if you're into if you're into to pop culture and you you kind of follow along with what's happening or you check into Dumois every once in a while, it's always kind it's just always cool to see like people that you individually like that clearly also like each other. And it just kind of like validates your own your your own kind of like perspective and and um and perception of these people. I by the way, do you, do you do, do conversations that you have in like regular life and on podcasts just all bleed together to the point where you can't remember where you had certain conversations? I don't remember anything in life. Yeah, okay. I just I'm not. <laughs> all right. So I don't. I can't remember if it was this podcast or another one, or whether it was it was just something that I was talking to somebody about in um, IRL. But also, what's happening recently is that British celebs are just like ten times cooler than the American ones. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the, the it's American. Annoying. Not not to sit up on my on my weird high horse or or low horse, maybe rather, but like very rarely do you hear about a British celeb that has that has gone sober. 
You know, they're, they're just and all the American ones are 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 sober. They seem a little more tortured over there. Yeah, and they and 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 they 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 use the normal people vices to 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 cope. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, whereas the I feel the Americans are all the American ones are just all like at wellness retreats and they've gone sober and 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 it's just like that's like their whole thing. Well, it's like my the, dream. The British ones are just you know smoke you know smoking cigs in the pubs and and drinking pints and that's it just feels more relatable to me. Yeah, I mean, I I I get it. Like, I mean, the the my number one favorite celebrity right now to track is Paul Mescal. Yeah. Like and that's always going to be fun. Who has occasionally been photographed getting maybe a little sloppy outside of a pub. Yeah. Who like, among us? Yeah. He's been ripping cigs with Phoebe Bridger or no, Phoebe uh Waller Phoebe Waller-Bridge? Yes, the yeah. other day. And what, I'm like this guy needs to get away from girls named Phoebe Bridge in some capacity <laughs> because he's his ex is Phoebe Bridgers, but like like it's those moments where I'm like like how did these two get connected? Like what did they have like a friend in common? Do they just know each other from being at A-list events overseas? Like like Okay, so they got together, but it's like never in my like wildest dreams could I have come up with wanting to run into Paul Mescal and uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge at a bar and like have a conversation with them. But that would be like just a hilariously awesome dream scenario to fall into. Will, can I tell you about my dream scenario? Yes. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, but Beyonce has been on a little run of she has of concerts in the Los Angeles area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's kind of um, she's she's kind of stealing the spotlight back from Taylor a little bit with this this run. Deserved, you know. Deserved. deserved, deserved Taylor got her des- spotlight in, exactly. when she was in the U.S. And now she's now she's out now of the she, U.S. Yep, yep. See you and later. Now, and now we are getting now all the celebs are are, are going to to see Queen B. Um, two of those celebs made sure that uh, that the concert was the talk of the town this week, and uh, that that would be Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner, who made it make out a fish. At the concert. Uh, the way that these two are all over each other was like 18-year-old me with my 18-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> like it was like though these two were just like the everything they were displaying. I was like, I feel like this is what I was like when I was just like young and and excited. Yeah, and 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 um yeah. And there there'd been some question about what was actually happening between the two of them because I don't think that they'd been photographed together before this. I to be honest, I had, sure I had heard I had I'd known that there was some smoke there. Yeah. In terms of actual fire, I, I was shocked when I saw the video coming out of this. I was even like, I knew I was shocked because I was even more shocked than after I saw the selfie that uh, Kim Kardashian took with Bezos that she put on her <laughs> Instagram story. Um, are you shipping this relationship? Do Do you believe in love? I feel like one text from Travis Scott could kill <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. That's my concern here. Is like, can he can he deal with being like? <laughs> The stepfather to Travis's kids. Yeah, like yeah. I, yeah. I saw someone edit a, a photo of of Chalamet in a in a hoodie, and the <laughs> and the and the 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 hoodie was edited to say, uh, "I'm not a stepfather. I'm the father who stepped up." And I was just like, <laughs> I I love the idea of the stepfather dynamic with Timothy Chalamet just stepping in, and being like, "What's up, kids?" I, look, I, this is I guess this makes sense for both of them, but I. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little surprised that Timothy Chalamet has landed in the wheelhouse of Kylie Jenner. Me too. Me too. Part of me wonders if like Kylie and Kim had conversations and like Kim was like, well, I had skinny Pete Davidson. Right. Like, and what, it did. And it did. What num- are you going to do? Did numbies? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, look at, look at, look at my Google searches once I was with Pete Davidson. Like, what are you going to do? And she's like, all right, all right. I'm going to reach out to Chalamet. Yeah. I got to get Chalamet um, here. Man, it's, this is, this, this is a big one. So there's just... 
the celeb news was really just popping this week. Is, it, it, is what I'm trying to say. It really has been. And like, then I started thinking about like other random celebrity like meetings that have been photographed lately. We've got Jacob Elordi having lunch with uh, I don't even I don't uh, Luca Guad the the guy who directed Call Me by Your Name <laughs> and like uh, noted friend of the pod James who uh, recently picked up some Ame Leon door Randy. Thank you. Uh, Slip mats for me in New York uh, quoted this and said, I know they cooking with gas. And I think he's correct here. Uh, a Lordy can pretty much do anything that he wants at this point in my eyes. And uh, he's he is quickly becoming um, he's he's on his way if he's not already a, one of the patron saints of this podcast. He, I would say. he needs to be at least in the conversation because like there are just videos of coming out of him just looking like like the coolest guy on the planet. Like, and I, and we've talked about it before. Like, yeah, he's six foot, whatever. Like, it's really easy to be that cool when you're that tall and that hot, but he seems to be making decisions that I'm a big fan of. He, um, yeah, he's in this new Elvis, Elvis. Well, no, excuse me. He's in this new Priscilla Presley Mm -hmm. movie playing Elvis. And that, that's a story that I largely find myself uninterested in. Yeah, I get it. But he's a draw for me. Yeah. Oh, he's a draw for me at this point. Like, I kind of want to see him do his thing and. He needs um, to get away from the stigma of his character in Euphoria because I feel yeah. like a lot of people consider him to be an asshole because of the way that he is in Euphoria. Whereas I can't speak to what he's like in real life, but the decisions that he makes are decisions where I'm like, ooh, I like this. I like what he's doing here. This is interesting to me. Well, um, we just stumbled over the name of Luca Guadagnino. You did better than me. And... Uh, I actually meant to 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 deliver this mea culpa at the top of the podcast, but this is this is this has reminded me of it. Um, it was my turn to stumble over a brand name last podcast. What was it? And I'm here with my hand up. Yes. To admit that uh, it is not Jacques Mew. What is it? It's Jacques Mousse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Yes. Which seems to go against the way that you're supposed to pronounce French things. I, I feel like they. I feel like the S is constantly silent. I would have just. I've always in my head. I see this is one of those brands that like I just don't say. Uh, and and I like my entire life. I've or I've been saying uh, just Jackamus. Okay. It's just well, Jackamus. Well, you were closer than I, was, I, was, I wasn't. That yeah, I wasn't yeah. that far off. Uh, Jackamus is the designer's last name, which I think is is why it it gets the it gets the S instead mm. of. I think if you were reading that as like a you know, uh, some type of, um, conjugation or whatever, then maybe that's where the S is silent. But, um, but yeah, it's not Jacques Mew, it's Jacques Mousse. And, uh, and, and now we all know, file it away with the Lueve and, um, and we'll all be better for it going forward. And we can make fun of our friends who, who say it wrong. I was listening in on a conversation recently, (laughs) somebody, and I heard some people talking about some handbags and I heard someone say that they liked this bag from Lowe and and my heart just filled up and I was like, oh, there are other people out there just like me who yeah. can't say the name of these these companies. Well, that that Loewe like kind of like beachy straw looking bag is like 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 kind of got memed because it got so popular and 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 so kind of sought after for you know for a certain certain set. And so that that's that's how you know that it's it's become ubiquitous and a little oversaturated is when when people are just walking around saying that they want the low bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, I don't know, a little scented candle on the Sunday Scary <laughs> podcast. Let's go. Let's move on. 
While we're talking about celebrity cruises, this is actually adjacent because there's something that I've been noticing lately that I'm quite jealous of. And it's the fact that Chase Crawford and Miles Teller pretty much just hang out all the time. And they seem like a chill group of dudes. Uh, I'm not sure about you, Barrett, but I was a big fan of Gossip Girl, which means that my boy Chase is right in the mix. Um, but through watching their friendship blossom, I took note of something that I tweeted about recently, and it's that our man Miles Teller has been wearing the exact same Grateful Dead hat for the entire summer. Yeah. You can't find photos of him anywhere online without him wearing this Grateful Dead hat all summer. Uh, and granted, he has gone to some shows. I still think that I saw him at the Austin Bob Weir Wolf Bro show. I'm almost positive. Really? You probably did. I told this story recently. He, I was in the back row of the floor, and I was kind of just bobbing along in the music, enjoying myself. I look over, and there's a guy who's a little taller than me, and he looked just like Miles Teller. That's and a big celeb sighting. And I, I didn't want to take the person I was with out of their element, so I didn't want to be like, dude, is that Miles Teller? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. But I kept on looking over, and I was like, I cannot wait for this concert to end so he can turn around and walk out, and I can just look at him and, and see. But right, I didn't want right. to stare. Yeah, it probably was. Um, but before the final song, I looked over to, to see if he was still there, and he was completely gone. And I'm, I'm pretty positive. And now that he's hanging out with Chase Crawford, an Austin guy, I'm almost like even more positive it was him. Like a thief in the night. Yeah. Um, but some of the photos that I posted, these are all from uh, like, at, like I mean, all within over a month's span. Okay. And he's uh, anywhere from a lake house to uh, their, their show at the Gorge in Washington. And I started thinking about it. Like, I am not a hat person. I've never really been a hat person. And the only time you see me wearing a hat is first thing in the morning to walk my dog because my hair's a mess from sleeping while I'm on the golf course or if I'm at a pool or the beach. And that's really the only time I wear a hat. And there's part of me that like wishes that I was a hat guy. There's part of me that wishes that I had a go-to hat. And I just don't have that right now. Well, you've, you've just spoken to, to, to a piece of the puzzle, though, which is that if you find me out and about mm -hmm. during the day mm -hmm. on like a normal day, such as today, mm -hmm. and I'm wearing a hat, that is because I did not mess with my hair this morning. Yeah, It's because I probably showered last night, which means I didn't shower this morning. And I've not bothered to do anything with my hair, and it's a total mess. And I gotta, and I gotta go hat. Mm -hmm. That's when I go hat. And so, if so, what I think what you're saying is that no matter what, you are, you are, you're, you're doing your do before I mean, before you leave. I shower every day, and I shower first thing in the morning every day. Yeah, I can't not do it. And yeah. so, putting a hat on after I've showered and after I've like, I mean, I don't, no, I, dude, I don't the, do I'm, my hair. I'm, I'm the same way though. Like if I, if I shower in the morning, that means I'm at least doing something with it. My hair is not going to look like insane. Like, look, this is what my hair looks like right now. Like, this I, think, is, I think you look great. <laughs> Thank you, producer yeah, Randy. Randy, that's the reaction Randy that shuddered. Looking, <laughs> that's the reaction no. that I'm looking for. Like it's, you know, it's kind of, it's, 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 it's wild. It's crazy. So, uh, if I shower and I, and I do a little something to it and it's looking, it's looking good. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't want to cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's what's really happening. I, I'm like, I'm not hating the hat that you have on right now. I feel like I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very much a fan of camo hats this season. Yeah. Maybe I should save that for a, an episode of, of fall stuff, but I, I'm very into it right now. I've always enjoyed camouflage as a fabric in general. Um, I, I, I don't think I can pull it off in very many scenarios, but I think you might be seen with a little camo. But like, I just, I just don't have one hat that I go in my closet. I'm like, yeah, that's the one. Instead, I just find myself going hat to hat and trying to figure out like, eh, is this one going to be comfortable for right now? Does this go with what I'm wearing? And I feel like I should. I'm overthinking it. You probably. I mean, no. I I I think about all that too. The I the the thing that's nice about hats is that they are, well, it's a gift and a curse, really. But they're so easy to collect. I constantly want new ones. I think I have a top tier hat collection 
but no yeah. one will ever see any of them because all I do is wear them in the, the like with my dog. Yeah. It's just pitiful. Yeah. I what might the- just buy this hat. <laughs> I might just go, I might just copy Miles Teller and just get the Dead Co. like signature hat. Back back to Miles's hat though. Yeah. Uh, it's a I, terrible fitting hat. I respect the game. I respect him wearing this hat all summer and and his commitment to it. It looks awful on him. What? Like why? Yeah. Why? Why is no one? Is it because he's Miles Teller? Like is no one? Is no one be like, hey, dude, you got to get a hat that fits your that head fits a little your bit head a little bit. Yeah. This is like this looks like he found like a kid's hat. Yes. And he was like, I like it, and he's just and he's just going for it. But uh, I th- I'm pretty sure Fritz's one hat fits his head better than what this hat does yeah, on, the, the, on Miles Teller's the fit hat. Is the fit is lacking. It's does that little, mean that he's lacking. not he's he's just a he's a non-hack guy in a hack guy world? Like he's only got one hat and he's not wearing it well. Like should Miles Teller maybe take a step back from wearing hats? Look, Miles Teller, he's he he's kind of a he he strikes me as a salt of the earth dude. I'm pretty sure he's from Philly. Mm-hmm. Oh know? yeah. Oh yeah, he's Philly. Loves sports, loves the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. I feel confident that he knows his way around a hat or two. Yeah, that's true. It's um, true. It's true. But but th- I I this is almost it's almost like a. I, I don't know if he's intentionally doing an anti fit thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I do think the fact that he is Miles Teller, and you know he's not a single guy. He's already locked down. Oh yeah, he's doing just fine. And um and so he can just he's just like yeah whatever this is my hat bro. I'm hanging out with Chase Crawford. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was in Top Gun. Like, what? <laughs> I got scenes with Cruz. Like, yeah, like buzz off, dude. You're gonna exactly, talk shit about how exactly. I wear my hat. What's, I'm, I'm such a non-hat guy that like it didn't. It took me about an hour before, uh, after I sent the tweet to realize, like, yeah, he does look like shit in this hat. Like, he doesn't wear it well. <laughs> it took me just a little bit. Um, one of my favorite rom coms is actually a Miles Teller rom com called uh, Two Night Stand. I discovered this movie uh, deep in a, a winter freeze, uh, when I was living in Michigan and it was a, a movie that was much needed at the time. It's about two people who decide to hook up via a, a dating app and then they get snowed in together. It's a great, great premise for a, a romantic comedy, but, uh, overall the fall time, like we said in the, the start of this episode is the best time to start watching romantic comedies. And I've got a sneaky little suspicion right now that we might be entering what could be considered, uh, a possible rom connaissance. And I'm hoping that maybe this can happen, Barrett. Okay. Um, there's big news out of last week that uh, uh, Meg Ryan is going to be starring in a new romantic comedy with David Duchovny. I, I think I saw this. I think I saw the the movie poster or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy with this. I think that David Duchovny could be a great asset in this film. And we know Meg Ryan's built for romantic comedies through and through. Sure, like, that's sure. not something we need to worry about. That's her brand. Yeah. Like, that's just who she is. But we've also got... Glenn Powell and all these uh, paparazzi shots from the summertime just traipsing around with Sydney Sweeney. Sweeney. They had all those rumors to to fuel the stuff surrounding their movie. And ever since I've started following Rom-Com Archive on Twitter, I've just been getting fed so much Rom-Com stuff that I'm positive that we're about to be cooking this fall. We've got Zoe Deutsch making a return. And after her performance in a recent uh, Netflix Rom-Com, I'll watch her again. <laughs> like, I'm good with this. She was with Glenn Powell, I think, That's in right. that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is Glenn about to be the new McConaughey? I mean, he 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 definitely has the uh he's got the pedigree for it. He could he could easily put together a run of romantic comedies right now that really like solidify him as a, a heartthrob to a lot of people. And then he could just take the McConaughey, like, all right, now I'm only taking prestige roles. 
Yeah, yeah. He's also the new face of Brioni. So he's, you know, like like McConaughey was uh, Dolce and Gabbana. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And so he's 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 all, now all he needs is like uh like a like a you know kind of um you know sexy little car commercial happening. He needs a tagline. And then he's and then he's there. And Glenn he doesn't have a tagline. He doesn't have a tagline. He doesn't have all right, all right, all right. He doesn't have like the pounding of the chest from Wolf of Wall Street. We need Glenn to get a few more movies before yeah, he starts yeah. doing that. He didn't get a little like jaw snap like Val Kilmer did in it's the true. bad guy rolling Top Gun. It's you true. Know? I mean, everyone's so, seen Top Gun at this point, right? Right. Like if you weren't if you weren't fist pumping as he came to save them, I was just like, yeah. Yes, of course. You got you just got like the douchiest guy on the on the movie, <laughs> just coming to be the, the good guy. But uh but yeah, I think that there are I, I can see rom-coms kind of coming back with a vengeance a little bit. Um, what One of them just did, what, didn't something do really well at the box office recently? I, the, the, I, the, I, think, I think something did. I, it's slipping my mind what kind of like, what did well. But the, uh, the Jennifer Lawrence movie got really good reviews. Mm-hmm. And I, feel, I feel like it's harder to get a good, a good, um, Read on a rom com with so many that come out just go like straight to streaming, and I feel like people like people outside of like the big blockbuster movies. Like if the movies in theaters, that's not a big blockbuster. You're probably not going to go see it right now. I, I guess I might. I'm probably speaking from personal experience. Yeah, I yeah. I don't think I've seen very many new rom coms from this year alone that I've been very impressed with. Okay, was it No Hard Feelings, the one that you were just talking about with Jennifer Lawrence? That that's the new one that, that that's had, the new one yeah that that um that had pretty good reviews and and but man sorry that I'm 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 biffing this but like there there was de- <laughs> no it's fine just because you're bringing back biffing there there was definitely something I, I I saw a tweet about it that was like I think it was from the creators it was like thank you for for the acknowledgement that people do still want this type of movie this type of content. Uh, but it's 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 evading me right now. My dream has been to write a romantic comedy my entire life. I have yeah. a list of concepts that I've kept fresh that I would like to dive into at some point, but I'm not ready to release that. Well, I, do you, are you familiar with the author Emily Henry? No, she she wrote like people you meet on vacation. I am very familiar. And... I take that back. Okay, I, I'm sorry I said no. I, the second I googled it, yes, the people you meet on vacation, Beach Read, Beach Read. Book Lovers, Funny Story. Well, yes, yes, these are all wildly popular books. Yeah. That are all basically romantic comedies, yeah. and many of them have been optioned already. And like the, the the books are very beloved, and I think that that um, I get I get the sense that they do things right, and that they aren't too sappy or cheesy. They've got ele- they've got elements that that don't feel like they've got some R rated elements, basically. Like yeah. like like it's like adult things are happening in 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 more ways than one, and like that's like. I think we need a little bit of that in our romantic comedies. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be super, doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be dumbed down basically. Yeah. Like the, 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 I think what's, what's, what's been missing over the last decade really, or the last five, six years, especially with like the, the, the whole Marvel and Star Wars thing happening and dominating all the box office is that like, we don't make movies like for adults anymore. Like movies that are just like dramas or Mm rom-coms or, Small stories, uh, like 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 everything has to be an epic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I like I I very much would prefer I like watching like small situational kind of like neurotic stuff or like more targeted stuff, like the stuff the stuff that I've truly enjoyed watching or that I've thought was like the best lately has been in terms of like this realm has been the Sally Rooney route mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. it, which you can't even describe those those adaptations. I guess they've mainly been TV show uh, adaptations. They've been, if anything, more gut wrenching. Uh, than like 
Yes. There's no yeah. funny parts of those. No, no, those. No, no, no. And so that's like, that's the route that I feel like has been more popular. But now I'm ready for like the lighthearted stuff. Like right. I'm ready for that 90 minutes that I can pop on the screen on Netflix and sit down on a Saturday night and go to bed with a smile on my face. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm tired of crying. That's just a blanket statement in life, you know? It's, they, it, they're primed for a research. So I'm, I'm with you. Do you have any favorite romantic comedies, Barrett? Ooh. Um, Man, I do, but on the spot, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna be able to think of them. Oh, you bastard! I'm gonna make you send me a list so that you can. Uh, I can put, include it in the Lister <laughs> Companion this week. I want. Everyone wants the OCC guys' uh, takes on on romantic comedies. Yeah, let me. Let, let, I will. I, I will tune into the Sunday Digest, and I will have. I'll have my top five. I. I don't even want you to. Yeah, I don't even. I'm glad you're doing this. I'm glad you're taking yourself out of the situation because if you just started naming like shitty ones and then you tried to redo it later, it would just be. It would be too maybe too far to go and come back from. So I'll. I'll get your list and then I'll include some of mine as as we go. Is it wish list time? I think so. Let's do some wish list items. Do you want to start off today? I will. I will start. Yeah, I've got something very domestic and very boring to, to no, throw no, no. on here. Um, no such thing as boring when but, it comes to wish list. But um, look, you know, green. It's the it's the colors, right? It's still the color, and I'm looking to add a little bit of it Ooh, to my home. Okay. In the form of a washable rug. This is from Revival Rugs, and uh, and this is this is specifically would go in our kitchen. Okay. Okay. We're having well, no, wa- nothing wrong with a washable rug. We're in the having kitchen. a washable rug is 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 nice. Uh, the one that we're looking that 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 I'm looking at is called the shell, and it comes in this beautiful evergreen color. And that's that's honestly that's been what I've been like toying around with the most lately. It's just this. Um, you know what what stopped me is is that uh, they allow they're allowing themselves ten days to process and then like another ten business days to get it to you. And I, I, need, I need more gratification. I need, I need I faster say, gratification. So you're like, instead of getting, instead of making that happen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna delay it even further. Yes, I'm gonna keep waiting. Yes, I'm gonna yes, keep exactly, waiting. Exactly. Yep. Rugs are one of those things where I really buckle under pressure. I feel like we could do an entire episode on like the thought process of trying to buy a rug for your place mm-hmm. because it's like, you can't just get one and return it. Like that's not a fun process to do. It's just a beating to do it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you buy a rug, chances are you're not returning it. No. No. Uh, we got sent the wrong size of a rug recently. That was too large in the process of having to get that thing back. They ended up having to send someone to our place and just pretty much do like a white collar pickup because yeah, they were yeah. like, we were like, I don't know, like <laughs> you, you can't ask us to wrap it because we're not going to do a good enough job. And like it was just the worst scenario. My wish list item this week, Barrett. It's a I'm leaning into fall, my friend. Wow, wow, but with a with a vibrant a vibrant fall. <sighs> I want to get a little sexy in my purple this yeah, year. I'm yeah. going with the purple brush Shetland crew neck jumper from uh drake's drake's has just been like the it, like amelion door was the uh the gateway drug to drake's and now i'm just sipping that kool-aid super hard i've been loving the shetland kind of wispy sweaters that have been coming out i don't have anything like it and whether i get the purple they've got a green one but i honestly i would do any color maybe this is more of like a blanket like i just want a shetland crew neck sweater and so i'm gonna be shopping for them and i don't think based on what i've seen from a lot of websites that i search there ain't no shortage of them this fall season. Uh, no, no. Have you ever, uh, you know, um, have you ever donned a Shetland sweater? No. Okay. Do I have, do I do I need to have concerns? Well, I, I anytime I I see wool mm-hmm. that is not merino or cashmere, mm-hmm. it, it's always a question of of the, the of the itch factor. 
Yeah, but like if you look good in it, like I'd rather be itchy and look good <laughs> than like not look good and not be itchy. Famous know? last words. Famous yeah, that's last true. words. That's true. Um sometimes I don't know I don't know how like, this is different for everybody, right? Some people just like it's like they can just like pop on wool and they're like, yeah, whatever, this is great. Yeah. Others if you if you've got if any type of sensitivity to it or 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 you only like super soft things, then then you might react differently. Um Well, I do I do have to to mention though that let's see. Yeah, it looks like only size 44 left. Is that I your am, size? I am aware, Barrett. I'm aware. I'm not happy about it. No, it's not my size, okay? It's not can, my size. Can you dial up your guy at the store in New York that sold you the pants? I don't know. I need to figure out who yeah. the cool dude wearing the sunglasses that really liked Sunday Scaries was because he was yeah. my guy in that store, yeah. and we really had a bond that day. You should just call up and ask that. He found the final He found the final pin in existence of the duck drinking the wine wow. and sold it to me at a discount because it was damaged. So I will forever I will forever ride for the sales associates at Drake's in New York. Dude, get in touch, bro. I know. I need to. I need to. I do have some announcements, though, regarding uh, the status of some things on my wish list, Barrett. Okay. We need to check off your wish list, We do. We do. We do. Uh, I've either checked off all mine on the Listener Digest, or I have – and I've given a reason as to why I purchased it or why I didn't, or if I've purchased something alternative. Um, I have purchased the turntable weight and cork mat, and I love this purchase. Uh, these things are two things that you can put on your turntable to make your vinyl sound better. And there's a lot of people out there that say it doesn't really make that much of a difference. I think it's made a a noticeable difference and I've truly enjoyed having both of those. Uh, I have to say that I've also, um, we can also check off, uh, oh, what I'm wearing right now. Long sleeve Stussy, uh, pigment dyed shirt. I'm wearing it right now. I've crossed that off. I went to the, the site to buy more. They only offer two colors, and I own them both at this point, so it's no longer happening. But that's the status of my w- status of my wish list. Boom, rusted. Yep. yep. Um. Yep. Yeah. There. There's. There. There's some stuff. I, I. I can. I can blaze through them real quickly, and then we'll actually. Uh. We'll. 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 We'll make the amends for. For. For the digest. Let's do it. Uh. The Loewe puzzle card holder is off of my list. Come because, on. Because I did get a new one. I went for a a Smithson right here. This was on sale. Oh, that's on, good. I, okay. This was on sale on Essence for $72 so that I did not spend $350 on the Loewe. Um, the R13 Kurt sneakers. As I mentioned, when I added those to the wish list, I was able to acquire to acquire those on a deep, deep discount. So I did I did grab those. Um I did pick up a pair of the Omplace Isimiyaki color pleats in Japan. So those are gone. And then, uh, and that's it. Some of these things were some of these things that I talked about, like the Birkenstock uh, EVA Arizonas and my OAS, OAS swim trunks, were imminent cops. So th- those, you know, those were those were purchased. Other things remain remain outstanding. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. I think the uh, what what stands out to me on my list is the thing that I really still want. This is going to be the third time that I've mentioned on this podcast, but people have started DMing me that listen to this podcast and that own it and they have nothing but amazing things to say. It's the, it's the made in carbon steel griddle and press. Fair. I got, I got to start making my own smashies. I'm going to there. We just I'm got going it. to, we can, we can get you this. This is that we can secure the bag for you. My friend, I think I'm pretty sure we can figure this out. Like we had a party with 40 people at it and the start of the founder of the company came to the party. Like, I think we just got to hit up our man. Shout out Jake. I, I just listed off a bunch of stuff that, that I clearly have, have, have shopped over the last several months, but I do, uh, I'm in, I'm, I'm in a really weird position this fall. Um, 
weddings. It turns out that they are expensive. I've heard that. Yeah. 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 And uh, and you need a lot of stuff for them. And uh, and you might indulge yourself in I don't know a new tuxedo or a bachelor party. And uh, I, I I am I was already headed into this fall trying to be extremely mindful of my purchases to wear what I own. Mm-hmm. I, I there's a chance it's probably unlikely, but I might not buy anything like any new clothes until November. Stop. And I know that's this, that's bad for this podcast. Barrett, but I, I, but I'm but the I'm second not. you the second you buy a piece of clothing, <laughs> I want a text message from you, and I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a clock of how long it took you, dude. I'm I it it might be it might be a while. That's all I'm saying. I I, I I've got a lot of stuff that needs to get worn, and uh and and uh, and I finally have something that is consuming a large enough portion of my of my budget that I that I actually am for, be, being forced to curb, you know. A, uh, a a degenerate habit of mine. <laughs> I'm kind of in the process right now of trying to figure out what I need for fall, and like a lot of the stuff that I quote unquote need are just things that I like currently that I want a different style of. Mm-hmm. Like I have a pair of pants that I'm like, okay, I need a different color of those pants. Like it's things like that. But I I'm kind of in the same boat where I don't see myself purchasing a lot. But there, that kind of makes me feel like if I'm not if. <laughs> This is how my brain works. In my head, I'm like, well, you're not going to buy much this fall. But then I'm like, that means that you can get one really awesome thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just not the mindset to have. I, so. I know. But the, yeah, see, for me, the awesome thing is going to be this, like, is going to be a tuxedo, I think. And so oh, that's, see, yeah. you know, so that. Mine's going to end up being that purple fleece. Yeah. From ALD. Is it still av- that is that still available? It was last time I checked, which was yeah. a while after. But that's one of those things where it's like I feel like I'm just going to get it and it's not going to fit me well, and I'm going to return it, and then I just have like a way too high of credit. Sure, yeah, because they just do stealing credit. It's so sick, so sick. Well, I think that's all she wrote today. Uh, yeah, I'm going to make all these updates on your wish list, Barrett. Dude, yeah, I will. I'll I'll send them over. I'll I'll send you the list. To everyone out there who uh, reached out regarding the switch in recording schedule, thank you. We hear you. Uh, we enjoy your feedback, and we're excited to go about this and uh, and really uh, do this weekly. It's been fun, and honestly, some of my favorite moments of the week are sitting down doing retail therapy, so we're going to keep grinding here. Uh, next week, we do have some special guests entering the studio with us to talk fall fashion. Uh, you will get a female side and point of view of things. Yeah, if you maybe have a question that you would like to ask um, a lady that, mm-hmm. that, that might be... Uh, you know, very close to to Will and I, mm-hmm. or or two ladies that might be very. Yeah, close I was like, to which one? Which one are we talking about? <laughs> uh, DM us. Yeah, yeah. Drop drop in there. Hop in the re- uh, go follow retail dot pod on Instagram. Yeah, DM there, yeah. and we'll probably put up a, a prompt before too. So. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a little fall fashion preview next week with our significant others, and it should be fun. That's as correct. they've been, uh, a lot of people have been clamoring to get them on here. So uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>